Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jacob Albrock. Tommy Kester, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, happy Friday, everybody. Welcome in to Sports Daily here on KFH. I'm Tommy Kester, Jacob Albrock, out today in his spot, the one and only Paul Savage joining us on the program. Jad Chambers producing the show. Your calls all morning long at 869-1240. We got a jam-packed show for you today. We'll get into all of that in just a couple of minutes from now. But Paul Savage, how are you today, my friend? I'm good. How you doing? You doing all right? I'm good. I'm glad it's Friday. It's been a long and busy week. And uh, I feel like we're we're finally there. We're knocking on the doorstep to a big championship weekend in college football, a primetime game for the Kansas City Chiefs. We've got KU basketball, a big time matchup with the last two defending national championships, uh, championship teams tonight. There's just a lot going on, man. Boy, this is a great time to be a sports fan. And if and if college football isn't your bag, I mean, pro football's got to be your bag. The NBA's going. College basketball's going. I mean, what better time of the year than right now, my friend? I can't think of one. We've there got that one. crossover. This is that it. crossover between football and basketball. This is it. Uh, the, you know, the conference championships in college football. We're getting down to the home stretch in the NFL regular season. Uh, and then you mentioned college basketball. We had the Shockers play the other night. They're looking great. Looking KU good. and K-State in action. Um, I'm telling you, like, it, it's a it's an exciting time. And, you know, you and I were texting back and forth this morning, kind of figuring out a breakdown for today's show. And, and I basically told you, I'm like, we're jam-packed. I we know. have so much I going know. on. We, we have so much to talk about, so much that would, we would add absolutely the banner between you and I and get get then we get our listeners to chime in and man oh man we and we can't get to some of these topics we're we're going right. to, we need an extra hour what do you say we let's talk to Tony let's see if we can go from 11 to 12 what do you say 
Yeah, I don't all know right, if Jim Rome fans yeah, would really be right, happy about right. that. Okay, good point. That, so that's we're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to cram it all uh, in in two hours. All and right. I didn't even mention we've got Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats, coming right. up in the next segment. We'll talk yeah. to him yeah. at around 9.15. And then, of course, our Friday football picks in the next hour. We will do that as well. Let's get things started here sure. on the program today with a recap of Thursday night football. It was a high-scoring game last night inside AT&T Stadium as the Cowboys pull away from the Seahawks 41-35. Not only was it a high-scoring game, Paul, I felt like the referees were talking more than the broadcasters were in the game last night. Uh, But the Cowboys, they win at home again. They've got a really, really long home winning streak right now. And, man, I'll tell you what, I know the defense really didn't, uh, they didn't hold the Seahawks down, but they made the plays when it mattered. And the Cowboys, they look really legit. Well, they do, but wait a second. Before we start talking about really legit, I mean, now the Seahawks are a good football team. I think the Seahawks sure. are a good average NFL football team. But the Dallas Cowboys could have lost this game, and probably you could make a case should have lost this game. You know, that you had a split personality football team. I thought, I thought the defensive backs made some really good plays when they had to, but they had some busted coverages as well. The defensive line at times put really good pressure on the quarterback, but at times they didn't. I mean, this is like a this was like a split image of a Dallas Cowboys. The good side, the bad side, you saw it all. But they came they came out with a win, 41-35. I mean, it was a it was a sloppy win. And but in the NFL you take wins. That's what you do. You win and that's when you advance and go the next week. But you know, right. Cowboys could have lost this game. I mean, it, it told me one thing. That even though the Seahawks are a good football team, they're an average football team, uh, it told me that when you look at the Seahawks uh, almost beating the Dallas Cowboys, I don't know that the Dallas Cowboys, we fit them in that top three, four, five. Uh, maybe they're just outside that. I don't know. But, you know, you certainly got to think that there's other teams like the Eagles, the Chiefs, uh, you know, uh, pick your next of uh, the 49ers. The they they might there. be yeah. in that. And then you can pick – Several people will have different picks for maybe four and five. But I'm not so sure that the Dallas Cowboys, in my book, the way they played, that's one game. I mean, it's one game, but you're at home, but it's one game. And uh, I looked at it as, you know, they showed some really great things, but they also didn't. Uh, And the inconsistency, as a football coach, inconsistency drives you crazy. It drives me crazy. And I know it's got to be driving that staff crazy, but – it was a fun game to well, watch. It was entertaining, wasn't it? It was entertaining. Yeah, it, Back and sure, forth. Absolutely. Yeah, that's and, what and it that's, was. That, that, <laughs> that hasn't been the case no, for Thursday right. night games right. throughout the course of right. the last couple of seasons. But that was. That was an entertaining game. And one of the criticisms of the Cowboys has been that they haven't beaten anybody, right? And I think that – I don't want to say that they put that to bed no. after the game last night. Because no. the, the Seahawks – have fallen off a little bit. I mean, let's be honest about that. But still, that was a more marquee win that the Cowboys have had probably than any other win all season. They look to continue that and that 14-game home winning streak next week against the Eagles in primetime. The Eagles play the Niners this week. We're going to pick that game in our Friday football picks. But my question to you, Paul, is Dak Prescott the presumptive MVP in the National Football League right now? I mean, man, he's looked good the last several weeks through for three touchdown passes. The guy has done quite a bit over the last, what, month and a half or so. Is he your pick right now for the MVP? Well, I guess we've got to look. We still got six or seven games still left to go. I mean, there's still a lot of football to play, and so there's going to be a lot of things happen. I guess you've got to keep him in the mix. I think it's too early for that. Uh, 
I know that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people would say Jalen Hurd is pro- – isn't he still probably the, the favorite at this yeah, point? Yeah, Jalen Hurd, Tua is probably up there. Yeah. Um, I've heard and, Brock Purdy rumblings a little bit. Well, that that that's not going to happen. That, that you, you may hear yeah. rumblings, but that's not going to happen. But you also look at Patrick Mahomes and, and they're, they're – you know, although he's not having a caliber year of MVP like he's had before – uh, but our expe- here's the problem with Patrick Mahomes. Our expectations are so high. I mean, yeah. I mean, we 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 expect him to walk on water as he walks onto the onto the field almost, you know. And that's that's not the case this year. He's a mere mortal this year. A darn good mere mortal, but a mere mortal indeed. So uh, is is uh, is Prescott up there? Yeah, he's up there. We got to consider him. Yeah. He's t- he's on the board. We'll put it this way. He's on the MVP board. We've got our eye on him, but he is not it at this point. Well, I'm going to tell you, I think he is. I think he is the presumptive oh, MVP do. right now. I don't know. Wow. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a quarterback playing better right now than Dak Prescott. I think you could maybe say C.J. Stroud over the last few weeks has played at the level of Dak. There, I don't think that don't. as great as C.J. Stroud is, I don't think that they're going to give a rookie the the right. MVP unless like they blow you away. So I think it's I think it's Dak, yeah. and especially after last night with what we saw against the Seahawks and the way that I mean the the guy threw for three touchdowns. He had a couple of phenomenal throws, a couple of really good runs as well. And the biggest thing, Paul, I'll tell you right now, he's not turning the ball over. He's not turning right. the ball over like what we've been accustomed to seeing Dak Prescott do. Right. And I think that puts him over the edge. And if he's able to beat the Eagles, their arch rivals, a week from Sunday on Sunday Night Football, man, at that point, I think you go ahead and give him the MVP right now. What if I was to tell you Geno Smith had more yards passing than Dak Prescott last night? What, what, what Did the Seahawks say? win the game? <laughs> okay, touche. All right. that's You know, you always got to have a comeback, don't you? you just always hey, not got, taking anything away from the Seahawks. I thought Geno Smith played well. DK Metcalf was too. incredible. It was great. It was such a fun game to watch. Offense was on display. I, I would have preferred a few less penalties, but, uh, you know, it <laughs> yeah, is what it is. Right. It was an entertaining game to watch for sure, and the Cowboys get the win 41-35. to 35. We're going to take our first break of the program. When we come back on the other side, Wyatt Tom, the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, will join us. Tommy Castor, Paul Savage, Jad Chambers. It's a Friday on Sports Daily. We'll be right back. I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. Okay, welcome back in, everybody. It's Sports Daily on a Friday here on KFH. Tommy Castor along with Paul Savage and joined on the IHOP hotline by Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Wyatt, it's a busy time, obviously. Of course, we don't have to worry about a football game here for a little bit for the Wildcats. We'll talk about the bowl game potential in just a minute. But first off, how you doing, Wyatt? Well, I'm doing well. Uh, good to be on with you guys again. Uh, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Everything good on your end? 
Yeah, yeah, we did. It was a good Thanksgiving, fun to watch, uh, I guess, snowmageddon over the weekend for uh, Kansas State. I know the outcome wasn't what uh, Wildcat fans wanted, but definitely an entertaining game. Fun to watch uh, a game in the snow, that's for sure. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. But first, Wyatt, I want to get into basically the big news of the week, and that's the transfer portal. And that's Will Howard announcing that he's transferring out of the Wildcat program for his final year of eligibility. This is something that we've covered quite a bit uh, over the week uh, here on the program. Want to get your thoughts on it. And, and just number one, the, the legacy that you think Will Howard has brought to the Wildcat program and, and what you think his value is on the market when he goes somewhere else for his final year of eligibility. I appreciate you asking. Um, it's a very interesting subject, isn't it, from from so many different angles. I guess I would start with, with probably just what Will has gone through and accomplished in his time at K-State. Uh, I think everybody is aware that uh, he was forced to the field very early in his career as a freshman, uh, had his struggles, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I love the way he handled himself and that particular situation. I think it made him stronger. I have always appreciated his work ethic and all of the uh, work that he puts into his craft. I, I think he's a very smart young man. I think he's a very smart football player. And I think over the course of time, when given the opportunity, um, he, he just got better and better and better. And then all of a sudden, you know, K-State's in the limelight winning a Big 12 championship last year. He was never perfect. I think we all understand that. Uh, so in terms of his legacy, uh, you know what, uh, if I'm being honest, you know, I, I've been here for 22 years. And in that time, K-State has won three Big 12 championships. And I think he will be looked at as as well as, as most of the guys that have won titles here. Uh, I just think that is so. Uh, whether that's, you know, name the guys. I mean, it's just what it is. I, right. And as far as, as far as the portal goes, I'm my opinion on that is, is I'm, I'm really, truly disappointed by it. I, I was, if I'm being honest, I didn't really even think about the fact that that may play out this way, but that's on me because my understanding now in retrospect that uh, as a uh, graduate, you know, he could go in as early as this past Monday and that's what he did. And I think he will be uh, a highly sought after player with that kind of experience and that kind of track record. Um, I've seen a couple of lists that, and there's so many guys in the portal already um, that way with quarterbacks, but he's, he's right towards the top of the list. Yeah. And I, I think that when we're talking about his legacy, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, I think that he should be viewed as one of the the best to do it, at least in the last couple decades for the Wildcats but it is a little complicated I mean you mentioned that it was never perfect for Will Howard and you know I talked about it earlier this week that you know he until this season he was never really the guy for the Wildcats right like it was Skylar Thompson and it was Adrian Martinez a year ago and even this year everybody was sort of clamoring for Avery Johnson so it was never really his but let you 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 look at his accomplishments and you know leading the all-time list of touchdowns won a Big 12 championship, led them to a Sugar Bowl appearance. I wonder if, and, and I know legacy is a complicated thing, but I wonder sure. if he will be truly appreciated by Wildcat fans or if, you know, the, the thought is, well, it's more complicated than anything else. But really, the stats speak for themselves. 
Well, you said a lot there, and I agree with most all of that. I think I would probably say that if I were going to disagree with anything that you just said, I would say it was probably his team late last year. Uh, but yeah. but other than that, I think you're right on target. And that does make him different, doesn't it? I mean, that's the truth. Um, <laughs> and I don't think you can mask that. Uh, so, yeah, his legacy, it will be interesting, you know, who knows what the way people will look at him five years and 10 years down the road, but I don't know that uh, you can undervalue his, his meaning to this football program over the last couple of two or three years. He's, he's just been a model player and, and, and teammate. And um, again, I, I can't stress enough, you know, how he made K-State football better with his work ethic, working with those receivers and, and, and everybody. I mean, he's he was clearly as coach, and in Coach Kleiman's words, he was the face of the program this year. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Paul Savage here, White. It's always good to talk to you, my friend. And we've been doing this a lot of years Damn, at, at several different yeah. stations, but that's all right. But here's the thing that I want to ask you, and this is, and we'll get off this. This I don't want to beat this subject to to death, but <laughs> I'm just going to ask you a blunt question, and it has to do with K State yeah. and how they're handling the portal and and NIL and all that. Is Will is is Will Howard making the move because of money? I read an article on online. It might have been Fox Sports or or maybe it was ESPN. I don't know. I don't know where I read it. I, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, I read an article that an, a really good quarterback going into the portal uh, late in his career is averaging somewhere between one and two million dollars a year wherever they land. And, uh, you know, Notre Dame has had that effect with Sam Hartman and, you know, those kind of things. Uh, is this a money deal? Is, is in the long run K-State going to be able to keep up and fight the battles of NIL and keep these guys? Is this a money deal with him? Or he looks and says, well, I'm graduated. I've given, I've given him all these years. I've been here for four years. I've graduated. And now it's time to go make some real money. Is this what that's about, do you think? Well, I think you can look at it a couple of different ways, Paul, and I think your points are good ones, right? And let's just kind of say for what it is, because I mentioned, you know, he has graduated with his degree, right? Uh, which makes him a grad transfer, uh, which is why he went into the portal on Monday. And I believe he is going to make a good amount of money. Uh, is it all about money? I, I wouldn't say it's 100%. Uh, necessarily, but it is a large part of it. Yeah. When you're that young um, and you have an opportunity to make that kind of money uh, for a one-year commitment, you know, I have a hard time blaming him for doing that. Right. Now, on the other hand, I wouldn't say it's 100% that because, okay. I, as I said a moment ago, I think Will's a very bright guy, and I think he's a very bright football player. I think at his core, he certainly knows that this is probably on the verge of Avery Johnson's time and team. Would you agree with that? Yes, I believe it. I think he knows that. I, I believe you're right. I, I really, truly do. Right. I mean, you, you guys mentioned it a moment ago. We know what Avery uh, is and and what he has the potential to be. Right. Uh, so, so if I'm putting percentages on it, it's probably going to be about ninety percent a decision uh, for himself and his family and to take care of himself. And, and again, I, I, I have not and will not hold that against him. I, what I have wanted to see him stay and, and, um, 
play in the bowl game and, and those kind of things, absolutely. But that's not the way this thing is structured, if I'm being honest. It, it's just not. He, he, if he stayed another 30 days or so to play in that bowl game, it could cost him quite a bit of money. Yes, I, it could. You know, yes. just, yeah. Yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah, Tommy, go ahead. Yep, White Thompson, voice of the Wildcats, joining us here on, on Sports Daily. And, Wyatt, it wasn't just Will Howard, Jake Rubley, Adrian Lara, mm-hmm. leaving basically Avery Johnson as the sole quarterback on the roster, and, and he'll be the quarterback uh, not only for the bowl game but the quarterback of the future for the Wildcats. And I wonder, and I, I know that we've been spending a lot of time on the portal and the future and all of that, but I wonder when it relates to Avery Johnson, Wyatt, how much of this was – maybe telegraphed a little bit from the way the season has has played out, because I think about it from Avery's perspective. If I'm Avery Johnson and I know that Will Howard is coming back potentially next season, and I know that I've burned through my red shirt, then at what point, if I'm Avery Johnson, do I decide, well, maybe I need to go elsewhere. So clearly, you know, the future of the program is his and it's his team. So I, I, I wonder what your thoughts are on, the way that Avery has went through this season, what the team looks like with him under center, not only for the bowl game, but in the future. And then I I know I'm adding a bunch of questions here on you, but what the future behind Avery at quarterback might look like. Well, there's a lot of stuff to digest. Let's let's start with, with Avery's season. You're right. They did burn the red shirt and there are people that are probably until the end of time going to, argue whether that was the right thing or the wrong thing or whether the team should have, you know, been his this past season or uh, for a good portion of that. I'm, I'm sure you guys would agree with that. I mean, we, we hear all of that, right? Um, Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think Avery has handled this about as well as you can because he's, and I mean that sincerely because I, I really like him as a, as a person and, and, and I don't know him as well as I know Will Howard yet. And I hope I get to, to be honest, but, but we all see the, the skill set um, and are wowed by it. I mean, everybody, <laughs> coaches included. Um, and I, I think he has a chance to be one of the more special players to, to have played here uh, over the course of time if he stays healthy and, and works all of that out. But, but I, you know, it, it's, it's kind of one of those things where there was, he was caught in somewhat of a tough situation too, but it, nobody talked that much about it. Um, but I think he handled it in an exemplary manner. And I think for me personally, I would say that I think the coaches had a little bit of a, a difficult time in the, in the, from the standpoint of you have a quarterback who just led you to a Big 12 title, and you're going to turn away from that and start a true freshman, right? That probably isn't going to be done anywhere. I'm just being blunt about that, I, and people will disagree with that, and I respect that. But that's just how I believe the the coaches would probably have looked at it. Now, trying to tackle some of the other stuff, I, you know, in, in terms of who would be the backup for the bowl, that is a that is a really difficult question to answer yeah. from this perspective because you mentioned Adrian Laura is now gone. Jake Rubley is gone. And I think if I'm being honest, I, I think coach Kleiman expected both of those guys to do what they've done. Um, it's hard because they've spent some time developing those young guys and, and, but, but they want to play. And I respect that too. Um, you, you have a, a situation here where, I've been led to believe that K-State will probably try for a special waiver 
on Jacob Knuth. Whether they get it or not, is, is you could argue that all day long. If that doesn't happen, then it gets a little bit dicey. Do you run Wildcat? We've got a kid on our team from Grand Junction, Colorado, Max Marsh, who played some quarterback in high school, and there are a couple other guys. So, uh, but but hopefully it can be Avery's game and, and just let him settle in, and then you get into you know next season with with him being the guy. I don't know if I covered all of those questions. Did you I did. Most of you them? did. Yeah, you Jeez, did. Well, count Go two ahead, or Paul. three of those yeah. on my my account right there, for guys' sakes. All right. Well, anyway, Wyatt, uh, I get, you're the man that's on the inside of this thing, and 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 we all know uh, if you're ever around a press box uh, at K State, there's always bowl representatives. It seems like somewhere yeah. in the house, always. And you know, uh, bowls always tip their hand. You know, they let you know if they're really interested or not. And uh, Where's the wind blowing on a bowl for this team? What's what is Wyatt Thompson's gut feeling when he looks at the bowl situation? You know how bad some of these bowls want K State. Where does K State end up? Now I'm not holding you to it, by the way. I'm just saying, what do you think? <laughs> where 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 where's looking like a good chance that we could end up at? Well, I think there are three. There are probably four or five possibilities, but I think there are three that are better than others. Okay. Uh, and, and I, you know, I, I don't know how you guys look at this. I have said this in other interviews and I'll say it here too. I, I do think that probably under the current circumstances, and again, we'll know on Sunday, we don't know now just based on, you know, will Texas make the final four doubtful, but possible. Um, and, and then, you know, the scenarios that, that go from the top down in terms of the picking, uh, in the pecking order, if you will. But what I've been hearing is is that the Pop-Tarts Bowl is interested uh, in K-State, um, and that is a, a legitimate quality possibility, and that's Orlando, Florida. K-State's never played a bowl game in the state of Florida. I think they would love to do that. I think the fans would be excited about it. I, I think another real good option will be the Texas Bowl in Houston. We've been there before. It's a terrific venue. Um at least from my perspective, I think Arizona would be on the table. Those would probably be the the top three, at least from kind of what I'm hearing. Then I would also say that, uh, you know, depending on other things, because here's the deal that you have to look at. Um, I think these bowls are always interested in teams that travel in case they yes. does that, Paul. Right, I think right. that's kind of what right, you're right, referencing right, there. Right. So, but but I think, you know, if I'm being honest, I think KU would travel because they're excited about what they're doing. I think OSU would travel, certainly. Uh, Iowa State fans have proven they would. So, you know, there's a lot of things there. And if you look at the standings, it's kind of a jumbled mess after you know, K-State's loss last Saturday night. So those those top three, I think, will, will kind of remain the same going into Sunday. Um, and I, I will say this, I, I, I could be dead wrong, but but I think it's either Pop-Tarts or uh, the Texas Bowl in Houston. All right, well, we'll find out for sure uh, in a couple of days from now. One more football question for you, Wyatt, before we move on uh, to basketball really quickly. So let's go back to last Saturday, Farmageddon against Iowa State. Now that yeah. we know what's happening with the transfer portal and Will Howard leaving and Trayshawn Ward uh, also entering the transfer portal and all of that, and then you add in the conditions from what Kansas State faced weather-wise against Iowa State, as you're leading into whatever bowl game it is, do you just throw that film out 
from Saturday night because of the weather and because of the conditions and because of the fact that your roster looks a lot different? Or are there things that you think the Wildcats can take away from that game against Iowa State into their bowl game? I think probably the latter is the best answer because I can tell you with a complete certainty how frustrated Chris Kleiman was after that game. In the five years I've known Coach, uh, that was probably as disappointed, frustrating, and upset as I've seen it. And I mean that sincerely, that he was not happy in any way, shape, or form with what happened in that game defensively. It, it's still astonishing to me to, to think about the game, and here we are almost a week later because <laughs> – I've said this in other interviews, too. This is crazy when you think about it, but those six scoring plays covered 402 yards, <laughs> and their right. other 26 plays covered 89 yards. Oh, I can't right. make sense of right. that. I don't know if you guys can either. <laughs> no. It's just it's just mind-boggling. But yes. you've got to go back and study it and look at it because, you know, it wasn't just the, the, the long runs by Abu Sama, who, who was really good, but, uh, you know, there there were – you know, shock plays in the past game too. I just think it was one of those. And, and again, I just throwing all of this out here. I, I think it was weather related. Sure. Uh, poor tackling poor effort. Some of those types of things, angles, all of that is, is on the table here. And I don't want to take anything away from Iowa state in any way. I, I thought they played a, a very, very fine game. I said going in, I thought their quarterback was playing at a really good level, and I thought he handled the the, the ball game and managed it about as well as you could. Uh, much like Will, I thought Will in the, in those elements uh, threw the ball around pretty good. I mean, it the, the hey the, the conditions were bad, right? I mean, they, I've only seen yeah. two games in my life that, that I've called that I would say that were probably more impactful snow wise than that one. And that says a lot. That that was, I mean, it was a six point eight inches of snow falling. Man, right. it was a lot. Right. So it was right. a crazy yeah. game. Yeah. Talking to Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats here on Sports Daily. Wyatt, let's shift gears to basketball. A pretty fun stretch of time coming up for the Wildcats. They've got North Alabama tomorrow, but then a top 25 matchup against Villanova on Tuesday. This is a Wildcats team, Wyatt, that it took overtime to beat Oral Roberts on Tuesday night. And talking or hearing uh, Coach Tang talk after the game, it seemed like the key word from him was consistency, trying to develop some consistency with this team. Uh, and depending yep. on who you're talking about, you know, it, whether it's, you know, Tyler Perry not really doing much in the first half, but then playing well in the second half, Cam Carter kind of the other way around. Where do you stand right. on where things are at with the Wildcats and what are they going to need to do on Tuesday night when they play Villanova to be able to get a win? Those are all interesting questions for me because I think it would be the simplest thing for me to say. There were two factors that um, Coach Tang was not happy about with the game against Oral Roberts. One was their defensive effort and performance, and two was the way they played in the last five minutes of regulation. Now they made up for it by dominating the game in the overtime session, but in the last four or five minutes, they turned it over, I think he said, four times. And you, you can't, under any circumstances, be happy with that. I think the word consistency that you used is, is kind of what needs to be said here because they're far from where they want to be as a defensive team. Uh, with that said, I do think there are some things that they are continuing to improve at um, in a pretty big way. 
One would be offensively, they've become pretty solid, especially when you think about the last three games and and what Arthur Kaluma has done. Um, I mean, he's had 20 the last couple of games, and he just seems to be playing at a little more free and easy pace, and he's such a good athlete, and he gets to the rim, he shoots it a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I, I think <laughs> you know, we could probably talk about the TP's game all day long, Tyler Perry, because you're right, he didn't score yeah. in the first half, and then – I don't think K-State wins the game without him in the second half and in the overtime. The Kaluma three in the overtime and the four-point play by Tyler was was really the whole thing. Uh, but, but the other thing that I would add is, is I think this team has really done a nice job of rebounding, in particular on the offensive end. I'm excited about that because you guys know this, that rebounding for them last year was, was difficult at times. Um, and it's been a real major focus this time around. So I'm excited about that part. Uh, and then the, the other thing I'm excited about is what the freshmen are doing. Um, and, and probably I would, I would throw Will McNair in there a little bit too. I don't know that anybody saw Will McNair being a starter, um, you know, a month ago or so, or a month and a half ago. Um, he's done a nice job. Um, but those freshmen excite me in a, in a big way. I, I, I really, really, really like Dade Ames and his toughness and his ability um, to, to play the game. The toughness part with his ability is a pretty good combo right now. And we haven't seen the best of RJ shooting it yet, but I, I think that's coming. And then I think I think in time, Michaela Buddy Rich is going to be a really good player here. I just do. You know, I'm going to ask you a question about Wichita State because on the 21st of December, KU and K-State, I mean, I mean uh, K-State oh, and Wichita State get together and they're going to play a basketball game in Kansas City. But – you know, I'm just asking you on a on a as a person who loves basketball, loves K State, loves the state of Kansas. How much would you like to see Kansas State and Wichita State play? You know, home and home every other year. You know, you play at Manhattan one year, play at Wichita State the next year, and and back and forth, and kind of make that a tradition. How much would you, Wyatt Thompson, as a fan, like to see that happen? <laughs> well, I'm in. Um, Atta boy, well because that's. That, that's kind of what this has become. I mean, I, my understanding, I hope I get this right, but I think it was a four-game series when the contract was signed. Um, and and I, I do think it's good, you know. Um, they've got a – maybe what adds to it here a little bit, Paul, is is, is that you have uh, Jerome Tang and Paul Mills who go back a, and have a little bit of history together, right? And that right. can't yep. hurt either. Yeah, you right, know? right. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of the Shockers yet, but the little bits that I've seen, I think he's doing a good job. Um, and I, I'm, I'm anxious to, to get to that game and see what that's like. But there's so many fans in, in the state that, I mean, for years, these three programs in this state, the Division One programs, have been basketball schools. And I, I think to a degree it's always going to be like that. So why not? I mean, I don't see any downside to it. I mean, I, if, if uh, being honest, it, when K-State was, when I first got here with Coach Woldridge and they weren't quite like what they are now, uh, maybe there was more on the line to uh, downside, but but not now. I, I just don't see it as much now. I just don't. You know, real quick. One more for uh, Let me go ahead, Paul. Just one no, real ahead. quick thing. You know, the one thing I'll say about the Shockers this year, what's going to be so much fun for you to broadcast, is that they're getting better. This is a basketball team yeah. that was not playing well at the first of the year. They're playing better now. You're gonna you're gonna have a great night of fun 
broadcasting that game. Uh, why, Tommy? I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in for my no, buddy. No, you're good. Wyatt. I, that's all. Sorry <laughs> no, about no that. No worries. All right. No worries. What? One more for you, Wyatt, before we let you go here on the program. Yeah. So you mentioned Arthur. You mentioned Arthur Kaluma uh, in the game against Oral Roberts. He came off the bench, and I'm wondering if that is if guy a starting five guy or if Coach Tang likes him coming off the bench to provide that spark. Well, honestly, I think what you'll see, he's probably going to be a starter more times than not. Um, I, I think if I'm being honest here, and I've, I always try to do that, I, I think Coach Tang has really worked hard with Arthur because he sees all of the upside. And a few games ago, you heard somebody ask in his press conference about Arthur Kaluma and he's, what do you want to see out of him? And remember what he said? I want him to buy in. Yeah, And so I don't know what that says to you, but I, for me, knowing Coach Tang like I do and what his expectations are, that's all across the board with Arthur. I'm not saying he's done anything wrong at, at all, but I think he sees the upside of this young man and what he is capable of, and <laughs> his, his ceiling is very, very high. And I think sometimes those kind of things happen to maybe – you know, kind of push him and uh, get him better, frankly. And that, that's like, I, I don't know if I'd add any more to that or not. I mean, it's just kind of what it is. I, I think he sees a great talent and, and lots and lots of potential and wants him to get there. Well, the next couple of games for the Wildcats inside Bramlage tomorrow, uh, taking on North Alabama, a one o'clock tip. And then we mentioned it before uh, Villanova comes to town, the number 18 team in the country inside Bramlage. And I'm sure that's going to be a lot of fun to broadcast wide. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. Uh, very much so. Villanova's very, very good. Um, I know they lost at home to St. Joe's the other night that they made a lot of threes to, to, to beat a pretty good Villanova team. And, I think that's uh, so exciting for the fans. You talked about playing Wichita State, but you know you bring in a team like that with a name like that, a team that's won national championships here re- recently. That's hey, that's that's all good, man. Right? I mean, that's that's good for us and good for them too. I, I'm, I'm excited about both of those games, but in particular the Villanova game for sure. Yep, it's a six o'clock tip, and you'll be able to hear it right here on KFH with Wyatt Thompson. Wyatt, thank you so much for being on the program, and have a great call tomorrow and Tuesday. Well, thanks, guys. Great talking to you. Take care. There goes Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats here on Sports Daily. Always appreciate and enjoy his time and uh, his input on both football and basketball. And, of course, we'll have to wait until this weekend to get a solid idea uh, to know exactly where the Wildcats are playing in their bowl game later this month. We're going to step aside for another break. When we come back, we'll preview another big college basketball game tonight inside Allen Fieldhouse, the Jayhawks and UConn, the defending national champions that's tonight. We'll preview it next on Sports Daily. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back, everybody. This Friday edition of Sports Daily on KFH. Tommy Castor and Paul Savage in for Jacob Albrock today. Jad Chambers is producing the program. Our thanks to Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats. If you missed any of that, you can always go back and listen to it on the free Odyssey app. Thanks to our video stream viewers as well. Of course, you can always watch the program on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitch. And the IHOP hotline is now open the rest of the way at 869-1240. Paul, a couple of minutes before we get into Hour number two in our Friday football picks of the weekend. So I want to take a couple of minutes and focus on the matchup tonight inside Allen Fieldhouse. You've got the Jayhawks. You've got UConn. UConn won the national championship a year ago. Of course, the Jayhawks won it two years ago. This is a huge, high-profile college basketball matchup inside Allen Fieldhouse. And, you know, the Jayhawks had a little bit of trouble earlier this week against Eastern Illinois. They were like 38.5-point favorites. They only won by eight any thoughts on this game and, and what the Jayhawks are going to have to do to beat UConn tonight? Right. They have the attention of the University of Kansas. There's no question that UConn has done that. Uh, having watched part of a, a good chunk of the interview with Bill Self earlier in the week uh, with regards to this matchup, I can't remember a time where I've watched Bill Snyder pay more respect, be more humble, uh, be more complimentary of a, of a basketball team than he is of UConn. And uh, I think that 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 says something about what he thinks the potential of this game could be. He's showing them respect. You know, there's not going to be any bulletin board, uh, you know, uh, things or anything like that. And the fact that that this has Bill Snyder's attention, Bill Self, or I'm sorry, Bill Bill Self's attention more than 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 any any time I've seen in a long long time. It tells me something. And this could be a whale of a game. But I think because of Bill Self and his mindset. That he's looking, he, he's trying to get something across to his team with with the way he's acting and talking about UConn, and that is, guys, if you don't focus, if you don't play hard, 
you don't do the what you're supposed to do, if you don't do what we coach you to do, you don't follow the game plan, you're not going to win this game. And you know something? He's right. UConn's a good basketball team. Well, they're a great basketball team. They're That's the right. defending national champions. And that defending Dan champions. Is a, That's right. Dan Hurley's a phenomenal coach. And, you know, I think that part of the reason why there isn't any added additional bulletin board material is because I think all the bulletin board material is the way that Kansas played on Tuesday night against Eastern Illinois. They cannot have that kind of effort tonight and expect to win. They've got to rebound the ball better. Shot creation has got to get better. DeWan Harris has got to take some shots. They're leaning on Hunter Dickinson, and I get that because he's phenomenal. Well, he is. But you've got to have you've got to have other avenues to score the basketball. Kevin McCuller is great too, but you got to have shot creation elsewhere. Right now, if you're going to bet this game, Kansas is about three point two and a half three point favorites in this game. Uh, and I think that's solely because of the fact that it's inside Allen Fieldhouse. That makes that's a difference. That's why. That's why. That's right. So that game is tonight. It's a late tip at 8 o'clock inside Allen Fieldhouse. And I think you're right, Paul. It's going to be a whale of a game tonight between the Jayhawks and the Huskies. All right, we're going to take our final break of hour number one when we come back our Friday football picks. I've got Jacob's picks. We'll be able to tell you about those paul and i will pick the big conference championship football games this weekend in college football and then five nfl games that will be coming up at the top of next hour it's sports daily on kfh we'll be right back we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.